Welcome to the Triathlon ACT podcast, where you'll find out all the latest news, events, results, and backstory of all things triathlon. You'll also hear from the incredible people who bring triathlon in the heart of the nation's capital to life. And now your hosts, all the way from Canberra, Australia, Craig Johns and Emily Stacey. Welcome to the Triathlon ACT podcast. I'm Craig Johns, the Executive Director of Triathlon ACT, and I am here on my own today doing the podcast because Emily is away on holiday after her uh, birthday on Good Friday. So I hope all of you have had a great weekend, uh, a very different Easter, I would imagine, for most of you. Uh, it sounds like there are a lot of people out there still eating Easter eggs and enjoying some good, close family time or whoever else that you live with. Uh, so hopefully that went well and smooth for you. Uh, as we continue down, you may have noticed that the events, sanctioning for events in Australia has been postponed until at least the 30th of June at the moment. So that announcement went out from Triathlon Australia in the last couple of days. Um, so we, you know, we're still looking at a little bit further field on events. So hopefully you're keeping nice and motivated and you're setting goals with your coaches and in your club environment and you're able to you know, keep yourself active there at present. You know, it's important during this time, especially if you're working from home, where it can be very easy to be sitting down all day and then end up on the couch and not actually do much walking or exercise. So you kind of forget how much walking you do when you go to work um, and do other activities. So make sure you keep yourself active and healthy. It's not only just for your physical health, but also mentally, it's really important to you know get outside, clear the head, um, you know, be in nature where you possibly can, and, and obviously for those that are enjoying training at the moment, you know, train smart, physical distance, and you know you can still talk if you're doing certain things. Uh, just be aware though, there's uh, there's some recommendations that are starting to come out around that when you are cycling and running, that you should be a bit further apart than the one and a half meters they talk about when you're standing or walking. Um, so just think about those things um, and be safe. You know, it's we're in this for the for the long run at the moment, and so it's important that you stay healthy and try and avoid getting sick. And then obviously, if you end up doing that, you're not spreading it on to other people. So just be socially smart around this. Um, I think is a really good thing. Uh, we're seeing lots of activities online, so it's good to see different clubs and coaches getting involved with whether they're running their own events or. Um, online, so virtual sort of events, either in cycling or running, or they've got different activities where I think I saw the Bilbies, was it Bilbies, I think, who were doing a kebab run. They picked up that from somewhere online, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, we're seeing Vikings doing some really cool things around people are posting different running sets. Uh, so it's exciting to see that. So well done. And just, you know, for all of you out there, um, keep active and keep healthy. So today on the podcast, we've got Wayne Corliss. And so Wayne Corliss, many of you will know from the triathlon circles. He's also got his own business called Capital Peak Performance. So he's a soft tissue specialist. And so we are talking about his new podcast called The Peak Performance Show and a brand new ebook that he's collaborated on with a couple of other people in the ACT called The 2020 Athlete. So tune in. Enjoy the show, and we'll be back after this great interview. Today, our special guest on the Triathlon ACT podcast is Wayne Corliss. Wayne, welcome to the show. Hey, Craig. How are you, mate? Thanks for having me. 
I'm good, thanks. And obviously, we are physically distancing right now uh, through the airwaves. <laughs> Look, you know, you've got a you've got a great business called Capital Peak Performance and specialized in the soft tissue area. You know, how how is that business going at the moment with COVID nineteen? Yeah, look, it's um, it's not. <laughs> At the moment, we are, as of uh, three weeks ago, we were, four weeks ago, we were instructed to, by our association and the government, that we were to close down the, um, the clinic due to COVID-19 and um, the risk of contamin- or contaminating, I guess, or contaminants to others. And, um, yeah, so we had to close up, but... Um, and like other sort of clinics, they just it just got to a stage where um, I guess in the lead up to it, it was starting to quiet down. People were starting to get a bit worried about it. Um, so we decided to close down uh, at the start of this month and we've been closed since actually. Um, it's been a it's been a different, I guess, an interesting um, sort of last couple of weeks, sort of not been working, you know, I would I would treat uh, anywhere up to 30 to 40 people a week and now you're kind of down to none and um, and I guess everybody's in the same boat but yeah it's it's definitely been an interesting sort of time in the last couple of weeks that's for sure yeah so a very challenging time now I'm very curious you've got mm-hmm. a slogan on your wall called some people dream of success others make it happen where did that statement come from you know, like I'm all big about um, <laughs> keeping people motivated, and I think I I'm a pretty confident guy, and I guess it. I think people I've always even this to my clients. I'm always like, are you actually doing what you want to do? And I guess it wasn't until about a year or two ago that I realised that you know, like I got to chase my dreams, and and I guess that slogan is that is that you've really got to get out there and make it happen for yourself. Um, I guess I, I'm a pretty I'm a I'm a goal-driven guy. Like I pretty much see um, I, I pretty much see things. Um, I kind of look for something and then I just go for it. And, and my businesses are, are the same, and my personal goals are exactly the same. And I guess that statement pretty much says everything about me is just um, um, I've got to make things happen, and it might take a while, but I'm I feel like I'm doing that, which is yeah, it's pretty cool and exciting. Yeah, well done. So talking about goals at the moment, you know, you're a goal-driven athlete as well. So yep. with with kind of a bit of uncertainty around it, when events will come back, for you, what kind of goals are you setting at the moment as an athlete to keep yourself motivated and inspired to keep active during this time? Yeah, that's a good one, actually. I, I was trying to qualify for the 70.3 World Champs. I'm a triathlete myself and um, a half Ironman triathlete, so I do like the half in half distance for triathlons, which is um, a 21k run, a 2k swim, and a 90k bike. And um, I, I've been training a lot for that. And I had an Achilles injury about a year ago. Well, I had Achilles tendinopathy for the last 16 years, but I had surgery on it actually exactly a year ago uh, next week, and I um, it kind of limited me to not doing too much and. Just recently, I've just kind of come back to um, where I was uh, about five, six years ago, which was um, how like how good I like I was running really well back then. And so, um, at the moment, my goals are my run. I've never 
I haven't run this well for a very long time because Achilles is pretty good and um, i got to put the triathlon stuff on hold because we can't swim. So um, we can ride and run still, but I'm, at the moment I'm focusing on my run and I'm, I've got this goal of getting back under 16 minutes again uh, for 5K and, um, yeah, it's in 52 the other week and I guess that's what I'm working on. I've got the time to do it now. So, yeah, that's kind of what me, where I'm at with my run endurance running as did a 25k run on the weekend almost 100k last week running so yeah i'm feeling good and back into that sort of stuff again oh smashing it and you said 1652 for 5k 1652 yeah so it wasn't a treadmill so it was probably a little bit easier but it was um yeah it was pretty good i was i haven't been i haven't run that fast for a very long time but my my 5k pb is around 15 and a half so I, uh, and, but I did that when I was pretty young and I, I've never really been back there, but I feel like it's sort of, this Achilles has been really strong and, and consistent. So I, um, I've been managing it well and, it, and I've been feeling good training with it. So um, I'm looking forward to that. And, um, this is kind of giving me a chance to focus on it a bit more. I just went for a run with, uh, Jane Thorpe and Grace Hointick this morning and, uh, yeah, it was good to be running, um, in a social distancing um, <laughs> team, but it was uh, it was good to be running with people again and and backing up every day doing it. Yeah, brilliant. And so in your you know in the last couple of weeks, you've kind of just gone you know look, let's launch something, let's do something a bit different, and you've launched the Peak Performance Show podcast. What's that all about? Yeah, right. So yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That's uh, actually something that I. Like we're going back to before, these are all goals that I've had and I've always wanted to, to do a podcast. And the reason for that was I would see 30 to 40 people a week and I reckon at least 30 to 40 of those people are some of the most interesting people I would come across in in my time. And, and my podcast is basically centred around that as an athlete, as an endurance athlete. So I wanted to focus on those sort of things with the podcast. I wanted to get out the information I hear from my clients every single day. You know, I get to meet elite coaches. I get to meet high-performance physiotherapists, um, you know, physical therapists. Um, and I see these guys every single day, you know, like, there's some athletes that I talk to that are running two hours 15 from marathon and I treat them every single week. There's this one guy who I've been um, treating, he's trying to break the Australian 50K um, record and we were working and working and working it um, until um, this virus came along But and the Canberra Marathon was where he was going to chase it. So my podcast is to talk to these people and um, find out what ticks their, you know, ticks their boxes and makes them sort of drive. So, yeah. Brilliant. So, so it will, you're not just looking at the kind of the physical side, you're looking at the psychological side and, and what really yeah. drives these people? Yeah, that's exactly right. And like, you know, going back to that guy who was doing the 50K record, he does 220 kilometers a week of running. And um, I pick his brain every week and he comes in just the same as he does every other week. How you feeling, mate? Uh, fine. And I'm like, how are you fine running 220 Ks a week? I can run a 218 marathon. So I guess talking to these people and I want to get that information out. Like I want the people to hear what these people are doing. I mean, how many people do you talk to that can run 220 Ks, a, 220 Ks a week back to back consistently? So these are the people, I'm, these are the type of people I'm meeting and I want to get in their heads and 
And the same with the physical therapists um, who are treating these guys. I want I want to talk to those guys um, and find out more about what they see and what what it is um, that they come across as well, and how they're treating um, injuries for these guys as well at the moment. So do you kind of have an insight on what? It, what is kind of consistent between these people or is it too early to say yet? Um, no, I've, I've picked it up. They're all driven. They're all goal-driven. They're all focused. They all have one thing in common. But what I do notice with these guys is they're very focused on um, that one thing, for example. Um, for, uh, again, I'll use this guy. This, this guy, he is dead set. He is here from a... Um, a country, little old country town and he comes here to train with Big Telford and that's all he is here to do. He's here just to train. He does a three-hour work at Kmart and that is uh, three hours a day at work at Kmart but anything outside of that is just training. They are dead set focused on what they are set out to do and um, and that's pretty much every, every one of these people I talk to. They're just so focused and even the therapists themselves are so focused on providing athletes with performance outcomes that's what makes them special i think that's really important it's it's so easy to complicate our lives it's very difficult to simplify them and you you find that with a lot of high performing people it doesn't matter whether they're athletes or they're a ceo or a parent or a teacher uh, whatever they do they are very good at cutting out the noise and simplifying what they do and and staying very true to that and that focused mindset they sure do. They sure are. And um, that's funny, um, runners and triathletes. I, 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 it was I, like with my running stuff, I reckon I could write a book on the, psychologi- the psychological side of a runner. And it's uh, <laughs> like I remember doing this one session with these guys. I don't know if you know Philo Saunders and all those sort of guys, but I used to train with those guys when I was younger. And we used to play these mind games with these, with everyone the whole time we were running. And you know, we would run up a hill and you would start talking to the guy next to them or you would ask them a question, for example, just to put them on the spot while they're running up the hill to test them out whether or not they're tired or not. And, you know, these are the things that I want to tap into and uh, I know all about these and I, I want to use this in this podcast to sort of bring all that out, break that all down and see what, what that's all about. <laughs> I still remember all the athletes in Asia when I used to race. They were like, we never know when you're tired or, or when you're yeah. full of energy because you've just got this poker face and you don't give anything yep. away. And I was like, that's the secret. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it so is. It's just finding those little weaknesses or just, just trying to tap into them. Because I can tell you now, runners, they're, they're, they're very, they're very, you can break them quite easily, but they're also very strong when they're on. So... Um, they're a funny bunch for runners, endurance runners, for example, but uh, athletes in general, we just just so determined and, um, you know, um, they're, they're just, their minds are set on what they need to do and that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and, and then one of the other projects we've been working on, and I'm not sure how long you've been doing this, and it's a brand new ebook which is getting launched um, any day now called The 2020 athlete now i'm very curious is this the 2020 athlete that we see to well we may not see but we hear about right now today in COVID 19 or is this the 2020 future athlete yeah so you know it's it's a, when i when i released that, that it was coming out everyone that that question came up a lot so I've been working on this book for about two months with three or four other, I've got three or four other people who are putting in their parts of it. 
to other specialists in their own fields, and we all discussed what it takes to be the 2020 athlete before the virus um, <laughs> came along. Um, so, so as we just wrote it, um, I was finishing it up in the last month. Um, we, I slowly had to shift some bits of it into um, going into uh, the, 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 I guess, what it needs, what it takes to be an athlete. Now, the good thing about it is it's actually flowed on to my next ebook, and uh, which I'm currently working on at the moment. Now, which is exactly that. It's the um, the athlete in this situation. So. Uh, so, yeah, that book was, oh, I had everyone. So I had Tracy Clinch, who's the um, 70.3 world champion for the 30 to 34 age group. Uh, James Thorpe, who was an elite coach. Um, uh, Alicia Edge, who's a nutritionist. Um, Dave Halpern and myself. Uh, and we basically discussed what it takes to be a 2020 athlete. What are the things that challenge us? What are the new gadgets? What are the, um, the minefields that we have? Um, what is it? And then I get um, Tracy to talk about it from an athlete side, you know, James on the coach side, Alicia from the performance um, side of you know nutrition, and and Dave pretty much covers off everything as an exercise physiologist, an athlete, gadget, and I talk about it from the physical therapy side, and I I flow it all through. So yeah, that ebook's done. Um, I'm in the process of releasing it this week. Um, it's actually ready to go on my website. I've just, um, I've just got to clean it up and, and then get it out there. But, yeah, that's another goal of mine. And I guess it kind of flows from that podcast as well, um, that I have this unique ability to find these amazing people and why not tap into it and create this great content that people that I want to get out and share with others. So, yeah. Now, I think you missed one really important part in that 2020 athlete, and that's the relationship component and the social component. So have they covered it all or is that, uh, is that going to be like an, if you read this book and you get this code, you can go to the next segment. Yeah. Look, as in like promoting it and promoting my business through it sort of thing. No, just to no the, the part about the relationship, how important relationships and social aspects are as an athlete. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I, that plays a big part. And, um, um, James, goes through a lot of that as well and his part and Dave does in his bit as well and it's a very huge thing uh, um, we need to um, and what I found in this and in, in reading over it a few times is that um, James for example in his part as a coach has to you know use that um, technique in his coaching a lot to be able to work with his athletes and and you have to do it as well in your training part and everything and and, and as a therapist as well, I think um, I think a lot of my clients I see, for example, myself come back because um, not only do they trust me as a therapist, they they we build a relationship around um, getting them to where they need to go as an athlete or or whatever. But yeah, it's definitely something we talk about in there, and I, I can't wait for everyone to hear about it. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to the trilogy of books because not it'd be pretty rare that you'll have. The 2020 yeah. athlete at the beginning of 2020, the COVID-19 2020 athlete, and then yeah. the coming out of COVID-19 2020 yeah. athlete. <laughs> so It's the way I'm pushing it. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. It's good timing. Um, this book will be what... Yeah, you're right. It is, it's going to be cool. It's going to be very good. So we look forward to seeing Wayne Corliss as a, a New York Times bestseller and Amazon <laughs> bestseller. 
uh, from the ebook point of view. So check that out. Keep an eye out for Wayne Corliss's new book, The 2020 Athlete. So Wayne, thank you very much for your time today. Um, thank you for sharing, you know, kind of the insights into how your industry has been affected as a soft tissue specialist in your business. And then going into, you know, some new things that you're launching at the moment with the podcast and just, I, I love the ebook. I think it's great and it's fantastic to get different people's insights into what they think makes a an effective athlete and an athlete that has the opportunity to reach their dreams and goals. So thank you very much for your time today. Thank you, Craig, for having me today, mate. It's been great. I oh, hope you enjoyed that interview with Wayne Corliss. You know, pretty exciting, you know, for someone who is finding it really challenging at the moment with his business, and it's obviously a business that is, um, yeah, a lot of hands-on work with the soft tissue specialist, so it's a real challenging time for them at the moment. And so he's been able to keep himself busy and occupied, starting his new podcast show and also finishing off the 2020 Athlete eBook, which should be available in the next few days. So keep an eye out for that. Um, you know, you've got a couple of different people from AC2 who are on that, James Thorpe, uh, Dave Halpin, you got Tracy Clinch, and I think it's Elisa Edge. Alyssa Edge, uh, and they've collaborated to produce uh, a great book around what it takes to be a 2020 athlete. Now, I hope you're all well, be safe, and we look forward to speaking with you next week on the Triathlon ACT podcast show. Bye for now. Be a part of the Triathlon ACT community by visiting www.triathlonact.com.au. If you enjoyed this episode of the Triathlon ACT podcast, we encourage you to share it on Facebook, Instagram and LinkedIn and leave a review on your favourite podcast app. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to contact Craig or Emily at director at act.triathlon.org.au with your feedback, questions and suggestions. Be sure to check out the next episode of the Triathlon ACT podcast.